All right, Mac, one sec. I, I just got to go stop my laundry before we start recording. Wait, you have a washer dryer in your podcast studio? Every day I see my dream. Every day I see my every day I see my dream. Every day I see my dream. Every day I see my dream. Every day I see my every day I see my dream. Every day I see my dream. Every day I see my dream. Alright guys, welcome back to Formula Dumb. I can't believe we're here for episode two. I didn't think we'd make it. Yeah, Sam. It's great. I'm so happy we're back. Being a podcaster is everything I dreamed of anymore. But the fame, the fortune, the money, the women, it's its all there. I've been getting recognized left and right just because of my voice. But before we get going, I just want to address uh, some friends reached out to me. Um, thank you for listening. And they pointed out a couple things that were wrong that we said, like Monaco is not an island nation. Oof, Mercedes yeah. is not historically successful. Hmm. Okay. The name of the podcast is Formula Dumb. Like, yeah, I made a mistake. I'm not like... Listen, like, you, you want to come to us for the facts? Huh? Yeah. Is that what you want no. from us? You want the truth? You're coming to the wrong guys. And and you know what? On Monaco, um, every nation's an island nation. Everything's an island. Okay? Every piece of land in the world is surrounded by water somehow. Correct. So, thank you. So, I'm not wrong. Okay? It's just... Maybe not a small island nation. It's on a bigger island. It's on a continent. But that continent is surrounded by water. And I'm willing to die on that hill. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, if you're mad that we don't know what we're talking about, you're right. We don't know what we're talking about. Like, You get the show. Yeah, you get the show. Also, fun fact for Formula One that people love to mention. I've I've learned this one. Mm -hmm. Did you know that you could drive a Formula One car upside down in a tunnel? Uh, I actually did listen. I heard that on on a YouTube video as I was watching the other day to try and educate myself further because you know if we're gonna do two episodes of this thing now, yeah, uh, yeah no, but isn't that really cool though with the downforce that, stuff? No, that that's actually really sick. But that's like the go to fun fact. About, yeah, like hey, did you? That's like guy who just that's like us guy who just got into F one. Hey, mm-hmm. you're like talking to some girl about it. Do you know that they could drive these cars upside down in a tunnel? Yeah. It's I like mean, the guy guy at the club yelling into the girl's ear. Yeah. Meme. <laughs> I should tweet that. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, just just a serious, somewhat serious note off the top. Uh, just thank you all for listening to episode oh, yeah. one and just and really all the support. Uh, you, you really don't know how many friends you have until you start a podcast about a niche European racing sport. So just really thanks for all the support, and it's it really means a lot. I, yeah, honestly, I, I really appreciate it. I was actually very surprised. I didn't really tell a lot of people about it, and I was surprised how many people reached out to me and said that they liked it and that um, that they were fans. So we should have started this earlier because these are the conversations that we that we have basically when we live together. So yeah, and really, just any any honestly any constructive feedback you guys have, um, Same. me and Mac will angrily text each other about it, but it is it is appreciated. And, yeah, if, uh, if if you send me a note, I'm I am telling Sam and I am screenshotting it. And sometimes we go, oh, that's great. Uh, I got one note uh, about how hey we should do these uh, background uh, episodes on like how did Toto Wolf get to where he is. I think it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. I got some other notes. They sucked, but I said that they were great. So, so. do better. Yeah, so that's on you. <laughs> you're you're also part of this podcast. Um, okay, Sam. Uh, before we get going, we need to talk about Ted Lasso, the show Ted Lasso. You have you watched it? Yeah, I have. Uh, all right. all, all I have ten episodes, I think. All, all, front to back. I did the Apple TV free trial. I didn't pay for it. Hand up, uh, and I watched it. It was all right. What are, what are your thoughts? I know you got some. You got some takes here. Fire them off. Well, it's like it's not it's not good. I mean, I, th- I think it's just like a, your normal stupid sitcom. It's it's uh, fine, right? It's it's a good. It's not yeah, sitcom it's not, that came not, out in 2020, which was few and far between. Exactly, it was fine. But a lot of people I follow on Twitter, a lot of I noticed it's really infiltrated into like the middle age golf community, um, where they love it. These people I follow love it so much mm-hmm. that I can't go on Twitter without seeing like like out of context Ted Lasso accounts being retweeted. And random quotes about Ted Lasso being retweeted. It's just it's just driven me to hate the show. And I, I'm sure it's fine. It's like corny, but that's kind of the point of it. Yeah. I mean, like the whole show, the whole joke is he's an American guy coaching football. That's or soccer. That's that's the entire joke. That's just it. every episode. That's the joke, yeah. 
that's it. And it's just like, yeah, those promos that they used to do with NBC, like what the show is born out of, were hilarious. I don't know if it needs ten episodes. And it's and it's I've already seen that they're shooting season two. Yeah, so. I think they're they're close to wrapping it. It's look, it's a good heartwarming show. I just think yeah, it's sure. gotten so like inflated to the point like you know how every sports writer's favorite musical artist is Bruce Springsteen? Exactly. That's yeah, sports writers love um Ted Lasso too. The, exactly. the only thing sports writers love more than themselves is Bruce Springsteen and then now Ted Lasso. <laughs> and now Ted Lasso. Like do, Darren Ravel, he was in early on the Ted Lasso wave and has just not stopped waving that flag. Also, um, a new show that came out, Drive to Survive, season three. Ayo. Are, are we ready to kind of get into that? Yeah, let's start there. Why not? All right, so here. So I've seen the full show. You've seen, what, the first six or seven episodes so six, far? Six, but, but today we're just going to go through one through five. Yeah, I think so we that people have a out. chance. You know, like we, we kind of binged it, you know, because we're professional podcasters. Correct, so for the we, biz. we have a duty to our audience. So we, we're only going to do episodes one through five on this episode because we kind of binged it. And there's actually a lot to unpack, I think, w- when you get through. It's just, first of all, so well done. Mm-hmm. It's still incredible. I can't recommend it enough. I forget. I was telling people this weekend about it. Episode one opens Lawrence Stroll. Man, okay, so we did not talk talk about him enough last episode. Partially because, look, we knew he was this rich guy. We knew he was Lance Stroll's dad. We kind of went into Lance a little bit. But, man, Lawrence Stroll, uh, just right off the bat, episode one, just comes off as this, this huge douchebag. Like, this guy looks like he's trying to kill Batman. Like, <laughs> he just is like this like super villain, like, billionaire guy. <laughs> this looks so evil. <laughs> And his voice is so evil, too. Uh, in one of the later episodes, he sits down to address the controversy that they uh, uh, copied stuff from Mercedes. And it literally looks i it literally looks like a video that Laterris would make. He was like, <laughs> yes. I don't speak publicly often, but yeah. when I do, I mean it. And I was like, is he gonna, is he going to, like, kill everyone in Gotham City or something? <laughs> like splice it in here. It's so, yeah, you got to splice it I'll in. I'll splice in a little clip. It's so good. <laughs> good morning. And thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to this statement. I do not often speak publicly. However, I'm extremely angry at any suggestion that we have been underhand or have cheated, particularly those comments coming from our competitors. I have never cheated at anything in my life. These accusations are completely unacceptable and not true. My integrity and that of my team are beyond question. He's just this like ominous presence around there. And like Otmar, the, the team principal, mm-hmm. basically just like, yeah, like I'm like really scared of him. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah he's just 100%. Like, he was like, yeah, like I, yeah. I kind of already had this job before he took over. And I, like, you can just tell he he's just like. He, he's just on a string <laughs> from from Lawrence Stroll and is like looking over his back the entire time. Uh, I feel so bad for him. <laughs> and so really like kind of the rest of this episode one was basically just all the build up to uh, the first race of 2020 um, right as COVID was happening. And so like right that March 12th um, range. Yeah. And, Australia, right? Yeah, uh, in Australia. Race. Yeah. And so. You like you. It, they do such a good job of just like bouncing around the paddock and ba- bouncing around the race area of like conversations with each team. And there's just some like we were talking last week about some wildly bad coronavirus takes. And oh my god! There's so many that are like ah, oh, like it's not like I remember Lando Norris is like yeah. I mean, if I have COVID, like if I feel up to it, I'll probably race. <laughs> it's just like, just like. <laughs> and there's one scene where uh, some driver is in a car and the radio is playing, and it's like. There, while while there has been some cases of human to human transmission of coronavirus, it's extremely rare and not that transmissible. And I'm mm-hmm. like, this like, is just hilarious. Yeah, and, and, it's, and but it just brings brings me back to that a year ago, hundred percent. And it just like, reminds me how all like naive everyone was, and how I don't know just how, how simple minded we kind of are all were uh, in retrospect. I I think revisionist history is sometimes annoying. When, when we look back, um, uh, I think it's anachronisms is when you kind of or uh, people are going to roast me for that one. But <laughs> looking back at history and going like, man, like how stupid were they for doing that? 
I think that a lot of times it's unfair. Uh, I don't think it'll be unfair when we look back at some of the really dumb things that were just like done and covered up for COVID, which is just, they're just hilarious. I mean, right. And, and that's, I mean, we're, we're obviously, we're not, we're not attacking anyone. And like, we like, no, 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 it's just like, no, exactly. No one knew. And it's just knowing what we know now. It's just so, I don't know. You just have to laugh at how, how like, naive everyone was. Like, like when the government was like, Oh, Hey, don't bother wearing masks. They don't work. Just right. don't bother. Like, they were wrong, and it's like it's just funny. Yeah, I mean it's not funny, but it's just like, boy, that guy was that was colossal, you know, fuck up, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, so so later on in the series, a couple episodes later, they kind of do a whole episode on uh, Botas, which I think was really good. I think it's definitely one of the stronger so far, and I think it's just interesting to talk about Botas as this number two guy who he's kind of a killer. I mean, he well he kind of wants to be a killer, and he wants to be this. You know, it's just an, it's just a look into how hard it is to be the second fiddle to the greatest driver of all time. To be in the shadow, yeah. yeah. And uh, all right, let's let's start off here. This episode basically just called out everything we said about Botas last episode. <laughs> yeah, it was like we're like, yeah, we got nothing really to say about him. He's kind of a nobody, and he's basically just like it's as if he had listened to it a year ago. <laughs> exactly, and was like talking to us. We recorded that before we watched that episode, obviously, <laughs> and uh, it's it's so funny. Yeah, because I was watching that whole thing. I was like, man, this Botas guy is kind of cool. Yeah, I was like, I'm actually in on him. When he's drinking the Heinekens mm-hmm. in like, the room by himself. Yeah. And, like, Lewis, like, left, like, didn't really celebrate with him. Yeah. Lewis seems kind of like a kind of like a little baby at times. Yeah. Okay. I so, like him. I, I like him. I mean, like. So, for those of you who haven't watched it, um, yeah, this this episode basically just kind of follows Botas. And, the, and really, the past couple of years, he's spent being Lewis Hamilton's teammate is it basically is, is number two. And it's, I don't know. Like he is, he's just seen as this quiet guy and, and he is to, he you is. know, in, in uh, comparison to Lewis, but I don't know. Like you, you just really get a, be- a better feel for him. And like, you, you feel the competitor in him and like, and in a lot of ways you feel bad for him because there's been so many moments Definitely. where he's had to give up his own success for Lewis's totally. success. And you really can tell it's starting to eat 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 up with him, and he's he's really trying to like contemplate. I don't know. At some point, it kind of feels like he's gonna leave Mercedes, right? If Lewis hangs around for yeah. longer, there's some really funny moments, like uh, the 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 in the beginning where he's he's in the sauna and he's just oh, butt ass naked with his manager. His manager seems like a character in himself too. Like I I wish we got a, got a, got to know him a little better because he's just like this yeah. tatted out dude. He looks like your wife's yoga instructor. That's like probably get a banger. Maybe gets a little too close with her. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they're just like shooting the shit. They're in Finland, and it's I don't know. It's just very wholesome. And I, I, I really enjoyed like just spending like forty minutes or however long the episode was, just getting to know this guy who we, who we didn't know a lot about, to be honest. And <laughs> that that's kind of why we yeah. roasted him because he's just Lewis's wingman. And they they even show a clip of. Toto Wolf, the the team principal of Mercedes, saying saying a wingman, yeah. that Botas is a wingman, and you, Botas is pissed. Like in the live goes, interview, like re- live reaction. That's that's pretty offensive. I think being called a wingman is offensive, and I get it. A hundred percent. It's like like everyone knows it, but just like to be called it like publicly, and then that and that exactly. way. I don't know. You 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 just really feel for Botas, and um, I think too. Like last episode, we didn't give enough credit to how good of a driver he really is because. Throughout this run of Mercedes, for as long as he's been there, he's he's been in second place basically every every single year in, in the driver's standing. So, so Sam, I'm I'm sure you saw so this Mercedes stuff with the, with the steering wheel. Now, I, I want to be super clear. We said when we started this podcast that we're not technical guys. I I don't want to sound like a dumbass, but I couldn't really figure out what the steering wheel is doing that DRS doesn't do. Um, there was something like you push it in and it moves. It opens something. Yeah, it's called like, DOS, D-A-S, I think. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it's, DOS. Uh, yeah, I mean, man, we're going to get roasted for this one. But it's, my understanding was it, you could push in and push out the, the steering wheel. Yeah. And and like a lot of people were saying in the episode, like from other teams, man, that would scare the shit out of me 
if your steering wheel moved, like think about it in your own yeah. car, like if your steering wheel moved, but it was supposed to do that. So it definitely would take some getting used to. But yeah, I guess basically it moved like the position of the wheels just ever so slightly. And so it would give them better traction on turns and stuff. That that was my understanding. Basically, uh, it cut okay. down it cut down lap times by like oh sh- yeah I don't know just a even if it was like a quarter of a second like it, but it was significant it's enough lot, for teams yeah. to like immediately notice like hey what was go- <laughs> hey what's going on there yeah pe- like like there's all these shots of people being like what the hell is going on in Mercedes car and then there's a great shot of Toto with a shit eating grin like, oh, oh yeah he's just like, he just gives a smirk that's and it's just so on cue like obviously this all didn't happen in real time and it's edited together but. It's the way it's edited is just so perfect. It's so good. I, I can't imagine the the PA that has to go through all that footage just to find those good shots. I've never had to do that in my <laughs> life. And I think another thing too that was so funny with Toto is just his like his beef with uh, Christian Horner. Like Christian Horner definitely doesn't have the same kind of car as Toto, and he knows it, but yeah. he really knows how to rile Toto up, <laughs> like which he, no he one knows else how to does. Get under his skin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like. It's this kind of friendly rivalry that they have, and and I, I didn't know that Christian Horner has been around as a team principal for a while. I mean, he's been there since he was really young. Some great shots of him back in the day. And Toto, I kind of thought, was this kind of self-absorbed, like, we're Mercedes, we're, you know, head and shoulders above everyone else. Toto seems kind of like a cool guy. And his name's Toto. Like, his name's Toto Wolf. Like, come on. Yeah, like, I mean, he's, he's, he seems boys with kind of like all the other team principals in the in the pack yeah. extent. And obviously, like, there's rivalries and stuff there. So there's definitely times, like, they'll attack each other in a sense. Like, they'll go yeah. to the FIA and report them to each other. Which, Christian Horner, by the way, was a big culprit of that. He was reporting oh, he Mercedes runs... on literally anything possible. He sprints to, yeah. to the FIA yeah. when anything happens. Yeah. And he did the same thing with uh, with Racing Point, did he not? Or was it someone else? Well, it was Horner and then uh, like the uh, the yeah, Renault uh, people and uh, all that. I think I think Williams hopped in on that. Williams, you know what? Just drive faster. You know <laughs> yeah. what? Like Williams, just 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 work on you, man. <laughs> yeah, just maybe like have a team that doesn't like go bankrupt or or have to sell the, a family that doesn't have to sell <laughs> yeah. the team. Uh, so uh, so yeah, getting into the Racing Point stuff. That was another good thing, too, where just instantly, like when Racing Point was doing their preseason testing in their in, the, in their first race, yeah, everyone, everyone was like, like, oh, they're doing too well. So, something's up there. Something's up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we kind of, you know, again, maybe I'm a dumbass for saying this, but everyone, people kept saying throughout the episode, wow, isn't it so crazy how much the Racing Point car looks like Mercedes? Oh, it's like a pink Mercedes. I'm like, dude, all these cars look the same. Exactly. They look... And the brake ducks, you can't even see them. Uh Uh-huh. They're like, oh, it's not even a cause... It was like, oh, my God. Isn't it, like, so blatant? And everyone was, like, laughing. Like, oh, my God. Like, it's so blatant. How? I'm sorry, guys. Well, too, and they're like, I can't believe they'd copy the best car on the grid. Like they you, bought you information from Mercedes. What what are they going to do with it? Oh, just look at it. <laughs> right. Like wh- why aren't you doing that is the question you should be asking. Yeah. I look, and I'll I'll, I'll say this to all the teams cuz I know they all have someone that listens to the to this podcast, Correct. like a PR person. Yeah. I will sell uh information on my 2015 Subaru Impreza for pretty cheap, a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> I have the owner's manual in the glove box yeah, still. I will send you, I will. I can go to my car right now and take screenshots or take pictures of it. <laughs> Just Venmo me like one or $200. We're good. Yeah. And oh man, it's just, it's so, <laughs> it's, it's so funny how they, they literally tattletale on each other and stab each other in the back whenever chance they get. <laughs> They're like, oh, this whole thing, you know, it's so political. And it's like, yeah, but you're the ones making it political. Right. Just copy the yeah. best car, and then everyone has yeah. the best car, and then you have to build from there. Like, I don't get that. <laughs> yeah. Formula 2, everyone has the same car. I'm kind of in on that. I mean, then it's just about who the driver is. But That's kind of like, if you're like a real F1 head, which we're not there yet. We're not. I don't know if we'll get I there. don't want to be I, I I don't want to be a real F1 head. Yeah, but there's some No offense. No offense. At the very the least, I never want to have this take. Oh, Formula 2 is better than Formula 1. And they have that take no, because yeah. the competition is better because everyone has the same car. But it's like it's a smaller car, it's not the same car. I, I don't know. You want to see the best of the best. Free market, baby. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so, okay, uh, then talking about people that we feel bad for, Charles Leclerc, five-year deal with Ferrari. Yikes. It's uh... look if you told if you told him three years ago, hey, you're gonna get the longest uh, contract in Ferrari history. I mean, hell slam yeah. dunk, right? I, yeah, you're I'm like in. 23, like hell. Oh you're yeah, 23. You know, good looking guy, top of the world. You, but you're driving a hearse. You're driving a lawnmower. Yeah, your your car sucks. Uh, but love Seb just being. Just doesn't care about anything. Man, there were some uh, very there was some passive aggressive I, I, moments there, weren't there? <laughs> I think petty is the perfect word for to describe Sebastian Vettel in the first five episodes. Remember when when they were doing like some Zoom call with fans, and the fan is like, "Oh, when are you gonna launch your clothing line?" And Charles goes, "Oh, you know, like it was I was gonna do it, but like 2020 is kind of hectic, so I'm not." Mm-hmm. And then Seb hops in and goes. No, he actually got shot down by our sponsors because they won't let him do his own. It was just so funny. So good. And then he's like, I'm not supposed to say that, but that's the truth. There's so many moments of the PR lady being like, oh, actually, like, we're not supposed to say that. And so I felt so bad for her. I felt so bad for her. It's such a winless job because she's not the one that fired Seb. But man, did Seb take out a lot of passive aggressive anger on her. (laughs) They were like, they were like, uh, Hey, like, here's a story we're going with for, like, why you announced it today. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, whatever. Like, sure. Like, he's just, I feel so bad for that woman. I mean, she's got a tough job as is. Uh-huh. And she's putting up with Seb, who just, like, doesn't care. And as you said, announcing that he's going to Aston Martin on Ferrari's 1,000th Grand Prix is just, mm, that was just like the icing chef's the, kiss. That was just the icing on the cake. I, I love mean, it. It's like. So they they tell Seb they're moving on from him before the season starts um, because COVID happened. So basically there was this like in between of like March to May or June where there's just no season happening. And so they started the negotiations for this upcoming season, 2021 season's contracts. And so they tell Seb they're, they're letting him go. And so but basically they had to spend all last season with Seb still as their driver. And. Yeah, Seb just like takes a vendetta out on the team basically the whole season. Is so passive aggressive, and then just to top it all off, he announces that he's going to Aston Martin during like Ferrari's 1,000th race celebration. It's like this huge masquerade Massive ball kind of thing, like, like dancers and fireworks and you know projector like you, you big, know the Kanye West uh, all of the lights music video. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's, it's exactly, exactly like that. that scene. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's uh, it's just something else. Um, so yeah, I love Seb. I, I'm I'm legitimately shocked that he's a four time world champion. I look at him, I go, "There's just no way. There's no way you're a four time world champion." He's just such a goof. He he is, and he was like a really good driver, even just <laughs> two years ago. Just this past year was so I don't know. It's just so weird, and I, it kind of does give a little more context too of like how why. Seb was so bad last season. Um, just because, man, just what an ugly divorce. And like, it's like when you're like you're you you've broken up with a girlfriend and you guys are living together, but you still have like six months left on the lease. Yeah, that, so you, yeah. that was Seb in Ferrari last season, and it's man, <laughs> it was just so funny to watch in the episodes they showed it. Well, it was also like Renault and Daniel Ricciardo, except it was reverse. I mean. Instead of so, I mean, obviously Ferrari told Seb uh, before the season started that they were moving on from him. Yeah. And Ricardo did the same thing to Renault. He said, "Look, I'm going over McLaren and Cyril." Who, I mean, God, cry me a river, man. Like you did. Like so. So Cyril goes, um, "Oh, you know, it's like uh, he's the, he's the team just, principal of Renault, or, or was? He yes. Got, he got. He ended up yes. getting fired, but yeah. Like the, for this season, for he this is season. not the team principal. Correct, but. Um, and he's, you know, kind of like moaning about how Ricardo in his relationship is kind of fractured and it's this tough thing. And, oh, man, I can't believe he would go talk to McLaren to strike a deal. Dude, you did this to like Red Bull when Ricardo when you took Ricardo from him. Yeah, I, I, yeah totally. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, man, I can't believe this guy 
who just left the team a year ago is now leaving me. <laughs> it's like it's like when you get uh, you get with a like you start cheating on a girl. Like, uh, yeah, you start cheating on. <laughs> I've never done that, so please, Sam. <laughs> Give me your experience. No, really, I haven't. So no, I haven't you, either. You but... goddamn adulterer! Oh, it sounds like you have. <laughs> no, I have not. Yeah, Cyril being mad about that—it's—it's it's just so like when you, you you're you're with a girl and she's cheating on her boyfriend, and then you guys get together, and then she goes ahead and cheats on you. It's like, what can you what can you kind of yeah. expect there? It's like that, Michael Scott. You cheated on me when I specifically asked you not to. Hundred <laughs> percent. You know, like hundred percent, and. And look, I've never gone through that, but that's what I'd imagine it'd be like. Yeah, it's just like Cyril, dude. Come on, like have some self awareness. I, I mean, especially I for how bad they were too. It's like, of course, this guy wants to drive a car that's good and has the opportunity to. Like, what, what do you? Exp- I don't know. It's just <laughs> he's just this mopey French guy, and I don't know if they when they filmed all of his like sit down interview, like one on one stuff. But he just looks so depressed in all of them. I can't tell if it's after they fired him when they filmed those or like right before. But man, he didn't want look like he was in his uh, his best shape. <laughs> yeah, I actually noticed that he yeah. looked like his a hair's person. like longer. Like, still... yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I noticed that. I noticed that. I was like, oof, you know. Uh, but Sam, uh, big weekend this week. Uh, we have our first race. Yeah, man. Of the year. Bahrain. Bahrain. I. Uh, have you, have you been to Bahrain? I have not. Uh, no, I, I haven't. Uh, and I, I can't say it's on the, the top 10 list of uh, where I want to I go once the pandy's over. But uh, we'll, we'll get into this later. But I used to live, as you know, I used to live in Dubai for two years mm-hmm. when I was growing up, and uh, which is an emirate, one of seven emirates. And um, Abu Dhabi yeah. is also an emirate. So I, I'll share some Dubai stories once we get uh, into Abu Dhabi. But I have no Bahrain stories. Uh, however, I'm excited for this weekend, and uh, I'm going to go on a limb here. I'm going to make a prediction as to who's going to win. You ready? Yep. Lewis Hamilton. Ooh. Who? Who? Uh, he, I heard back from him. Yeah. In the DMs. No He way. loved the first episode, and he's now wow. even more encouraged to come on. But, you know, the season's starting this yeah, week. He's busy okay. this week, All so right. couldn't come on this week. Uh, we're gonna try to get him on next week, um, though. There's no, there's no race next week, so exactly. I, I, I don't see any reason why he won't come on next week. So, look, I don't want to say it's gonna happen, but it's looking good. It's in the works. This is actually a good time to take a break. We actually do have an advertisement. Uh, our first episode did so well that uh, a bunch of companies reach out to oh, us. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna step aside here and uh, enjoy. <laughs> So, Mac, we got exciting news, man. Uh, we got our first ad here. This podcast is brought to you by Nephew and Uncle. We just think it should be more well-known that the hit 2000s music group, LMFAO, is a nephew and uncle. Yes, yeah, Sam, and we just want to remind you and spread awareness of how important relationships can be with your uncle. Text your uncle. Text your uncle today. Welcome back to Formula Dumb. Thank you so much to Uncle and Nephew for sponsoring only our second episode of this podcast. It's it's really incredible uh, to already have a sponsor and, and such a good one uh, with Uncle and Nephew. To the listeners, I hope you liked it because uh, expect more of that. We're going to be cramming this episode with as many ads as we can, Sam, I mean, right? Yeah, I, and I just want to remind you, the goal number one here is to get rich, and yep. the ceiling is the roof. Thank you. Uh Sam, preseason testing uh, was pretty was pretty interesting. I, I didn't keep up with it too much, but uh, the one thing I did take away from it was that Mercedes kind of sucks. Yeah, I watched a little bit here and there. I did get F1 TV Pro, not to flex. Uh, I will be sharing the password on all of our social media accounts, so be sure yes. to follow over there. Yeah, so uh, on our Patreon, uh, the $10,000 a month category gets you. <laughs> yeah. The one thing it gets you is the password, Sam's password to Formula one tv which is like what like 70 bucks a year or something uh even cheaper with the discount okay. so yeah anyway <laughs> um okay so yeah here, here's my takeaway from uh from the testing so basically mercedes just they stunk it was, it was three days two sessions each day in bahrain where this first race is going to be and mercedes had issues literally every single session and they the i think the best lap time they set was like 
tenth or eleventh, which is just absurd if they're Mercedes because they're always they're always first. Yeah. Uh, and so, look, there's been a lot of hot takes across Formula One, Twitter, Formula One, Reddit, which we are regulars on now. Look, I mean, you can get into first take hot takes like this, and you could say that Mercedes, Mercedes is, is done? done, but yeah. but they're not. I mean, it, they're they're still around. Lewis Hamilton's still there. Toto Wolff's still there. I feel like they'll figure it out. I, I think Valtteri uh, Bottas is still there. Valtteri Bottas is still there. Can't forget him. And I, I think this is just a classic case of them just experimenting and testing so many weird shit on their car that our puny brains just can't understand. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, as I said earlier, I think Lewis will win in Bahrain this week. Um, I also think That's that a hot this take is. There, Matt. I know. I'm gonna go put some money on it. Um, <laughs> I, I also think that this is the year though for Verstappen. I yeah, I think that that this is the year where Verstappen has a better chance uh, than previous to make a run at, at the World Championship. I mean, uh, that's assuming that Mercedes car uh, falters a little bit. If if their car reigns as dominant as it does last year, um, there's no chance that, that 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 they don't win again. Uh, but Something I think people in Formula One get, or fans, especially casual fans like us, get distracted by is, oh, Mercedes is winning. That's all we're caring about. But no, I mean, drivers love podiums. I mean, a podium to mm-hmm. a driver is, is a career-defining, um, you know, position. So, um, I I think what's really going to be interesting in the constructors is watching McLaren and Aston Martin um, yeah. vie for. Oh, sorry. Well, I'd even say Red Bull, McLaren, and Aston Martin vie for second, third, and fourth. Yeah, Mac, like you said, I think I think that 2-3-4 spot is just, it's going to be the most interesting thing to pay attention to this season, especially if Mercedes just, despite all that preseason testing stuff, just they just come out of the gate swinging, they look like classic Mercedes, they're the best. You know, if, if they do struggle, then, like you said, this is, this is Red Bull's best shot. I mean, Verstappen's only getting better, in theory the car's only getting better, and now they're bringing Sergio Perez, and, and that's really... That's going to be the difference maker this season in how far Red Bull goes, if they can make a run at the first spot, if they make a run at some titles here. It's, it's going to come down to Checo. Yeah, I think having Checo on the second seat is a big upgrade from, obviously from Albon, but even Gasly. It, it seems that ever since Ricardo left, their second seat was... It was a young. It was going to be a young driver who they were hoping would pan out. Now Checo isn't that young, uh, and he's. I mean, he's a proven, you know, established, solid Formula One driver. So, I I think that that is going to guarantee you significantly more points than having Gasly. I know Gasly won, um, or definitely will guarantee you more points than uh, Albon. But yeah. I I agree, and and we went over it last episode. McLaren and Aston Martin are in such good positions, uh, especially, uh, you know, Aston Martin's car is, it's really good. I mean, it's and just, it looks, it looks cool. It's it looks green. cool. You know, we got our boy Seb in there now. Eventual Seb, Seb. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm in. So I'm, I'm a little bummed because this weekend, Sam, as you know, when we live together, my schedule would be on race day. I would get up and I would go out and get a bagel um, and then I would go to Dunkin' Donuts, no free ads, and get a large unsweetened iced tea with lemon like I do literally every single day. Not the bagel, but Dunkin' Donuts. And unfortunately, I, I did give up bagels for Lent. And while I'm not religious, it's, it is something that I am, I am sticking to. So you could, you could say you're not religious, but you, you are holy. Yeah, like bagels. But I'm t- yep. okay. Hey! So... I'm excited for this race weekend. Uh, we'll have to see on Saturday with qualifying if it's a, it's a if it's a Mercedes front front row lockout. Yeah, I mean that that'll be your sign right there. Is you know we'll get some some practice sessions in on Friday and then Saturday morning, and then we'll see how qualifying goes. Um, but yeah, I'm just excited to have races again. I mean, it just it gives you something to do Sunday mornings, totally. and it gives you it gives you some life. So. Uh, I think I'm good there on the Formula One talk for episode two here. Are you? I'm ready to shelf the Formula One talk and get to my favorite part where we talk about random stuff that, you know, that, that we enjoy. So, Sam, uh, you were telling me a little bit this week about 
uh, Macklemore has a Macklemore has a <laughs> golf clothing line, which you said that, and I like didn't really believe it. I know he's been getting into the golf game recently, so like before we get into this, I just want to mention. So like, golf is so behind the times, obviously, but there's like three or four celebrities that golf has clung to, uh, and they just roll them out whenever they can, and uh, it's been Bill Murray. Uh, more recently. Um, it has been Alfonso Ribeiro who plays Carlton, played Carlton mm. on, um, uh, what's the show? French Prince, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, mm. and most recently, uh, it was it, Malcolm Moore who's doing that career. So Malcolm Moore is now like rolled out, and like they're like, oh, you know, he's Inter- a golfer. Interesting, which uh, which rapper they clung on to? Hmm. Uh, hey, listen. That's what you said. Not that's what you said. Not me. He hey he did he did win the Grammy for best album that year. Oh my god! Him beating we'll start there. Him beating Kendrick Lamar that one year is just absurd. And Jesus, right? He beat and Jesus, Jesus and 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 views. A hundred. Oh man, it's so bad. <laughs> that, it makes no sense. Grammys. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. So yeah, thrift shop. Let's go thrift shopping, man. Uh, so yeah, apparently he's, he has a golf clothing line. God, I, I, I'm good. Like, I, I, you sent me a picture of it. I don't even want to look at it. It's probably so stupid. And it's probably the my biggest pet peeve is hashtag grow the game in golf mm-hmm. because it's just such a corporate. Let's grow the game, but I still want to be a big corporation that profits severely off of golf. Yeah, you know, it's just like, uh, yeah. I mean, maybe we should uh, make golf cheaper. No, no, no. But no, let's not do that. But let's uh, sell like cool clothing. Hmm. And I, I want our stance to be known as a podcast. We are a pro Ryan Lewis podcast. Oh, big time. Let it be known. We have complete bias here. We don't care about Macklemore. We we are into the glue guy, Ryan Lewis. We are. He was what made the magic happen. Ryan Lewis was the brains behind Macklemore. <laughs> Correct. He was the Macklemore behind Macklemore, yeah. if you will. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Lewis was the Macklemore. <laughs> That's so good. Uh, okay. Uh, I also want to talk about. I I got a lot of things here. We we can save some for next next episode. But, um, Rupi Cower, the poet, who oh man, there's she started posting TikToks of her reading her poems. And folks, if if you don't know who, who Rupi Cower is, God bless you. Uh, I wish I didn't. She her famous book is Milk and Honey, and basically every girl um, that I knew in college had a copy of it, and yeah. it's just the dumbest like one stanza, four line poems about it's, being like sad. It's like the most uh, sitting at a coffee shop, having a book in front of you, just begging someone to ask you if you yes. read. <laughs> yeah. that is Milk and Honey. That is Ruby. Yeah, Cooper. exactly. Oh yeah. wow, she reads poetry. It's like yeah. it's like reading Infinite Jest. Uh, oh wow! You read one of the most popular books of all time Correct. by a tortured artist. Who, yeah, don't even get me started on Infinite Jest. Uh, but yeah, so Ruby Cower started to post some TikToks of her reading her poems, uh, and they're horrible. Oh my I god! Mean, I sent you one war this crime. Week. I I didn't even realize it was actually her. I thought it was someone like doing a spoof of it because it's just. I sent it to someone, and she goes, "Oh my god, that's so funny!" And I was like, "Yeah, like Ruby Cower is an idiot." And and the girl goes, no, I mean like I can't believe that Rupi Cower has such good self awareness that she would do this <laughs> yeah. and like make fun of herself. I'm like, she's not. Not at all. She's she's not. That's the joke. The joke is that she's she's an Unless idiot. We're just completely missing on something. I I don't think so. I it's it's oh man. It, I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll splice in a clip of it here. You must have known you were wrong. When your fingers were dipped inside me, searching for honey that would not come for you. I don't. Yeah, think oh, it's gonna, quick. Yeah. I don't think we're gonna do it justice though, because you just need to see it. Because like it's, oh. she's so visual when when voice. Sam, it, it, so included cool. in our when when you launch the podcast yeah, and you post, put put that in there. Yeah. It's gross. Viewer discretion <laughs> is advised. It's disgusting. Yeah. Um. What else? Oh, hey, Sam. Have you ever been to? This is a serious question. Have you ever been to a macaroni grill? No, I've I've heard good things. Uh, I've never been to one. I was talking to one of my good friends this week who listens to the pod. Shout out to him. Yeah. And he was telling me that he takes pleasure in, like, he likes a good, 
public bathroom. <laughs> yeah. And he was saying that macaroni grills are like are like one of the best. But well, he was telling well, me walk that back. What what is he? What do you so, mean he okay. likes a good public restroom? <laughs> so me and, him, me, and him, that. <laughs> me and him were talking, and he was just saying that, like, he – I mean, it, it kind of makes sense. He was like, oh, you know, like, I just like uh, – I like to rank public bathrooms mm-hmm. in his head. Not like he doesn't – he's not like a serial killer where he's a list. But, he, you know, he's oh, like, okay. oh, it's you like know. Ol- I, it's like an Olive Garden. I'm looking it up on Google right now. It's not yeah, what I was thinking. It's like, I was thinking he, of he, Spaghetti Factory, I think. Same thing. Is I it? Mean, oh, okay. Uh, no, but just the, the words are. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Macaroni grill. I mean, you, you don't really grill macaroni, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he was. Yeah, he said it was like a fancier Olive Garden. So anyway, he was saying that the bathrooms. You're gonna love this. And I, I purposely <laughs> didn't tell you this before the podcast. The bathrooms at at um, Macaroni Grill when you're in them, mm-hmm. there's like, uh, you know, there's like music, but instead of music, there is a woman's voice teaching you Italian. No way! It's I like, swear to God, it's just like Duolingo going on in the background. Yeah. It's just like it's like Rosetta Stone. <laughs> yeah, it's like hello, ciao, no, thank way. you, grazie. Yeah, yeah, I swear to God. And so I didn't believe him when he told me this, and and I looked it up, and it's true. There's just a oh woman's voice. God. That's too yeah. funny. And but the bathrooms look clean, so <laughs> man, okay. I, we didn't have this scripted as part of this because I didn't know where. When you put this in the rundown of the episode, I had no clue where you're going with this. What What are your thoughts on bathroom attendants? Oh, okay. Um, kind of a, they're kind of dated. Uh, kind of no longer you see them. When I was uh, in high school, we used to go to the concerts at it was Terminal Five, and for some reason, you know, we we would go see some, you know, Time Flies or some stupid, you know, teen or a group that attracted a bunch of teens. And there'd be a bathroom attendant in there, and it's just like a bunch of kids trying to like drink vodka out of you know yeah. spring bottles in the bathroom. Yeah. And this guy's in there. I I've heard that they're there to stop you from doing coke, but like we were sixteen, so that wasn't an issue. Um, but yeah, like you gotta tip them. Um, it's just a weird weird encounter because you're there to go to the bathroom. In theory, <laughs> yeah. If you're 16 year old Mac, you're sneaking water bottles of vodka. Uh, yeah, I'm just kidding. We're all yeah. doing that. But anyway, it's it's just it's just, it's such an uncomfortable experience. So you go to the bathroom, then you go to wash your hands, and then they kind of help you wash your hands. Yeah. But it's like I I and then, I I will say though they're pretty good about getting like they'll turn on the sink for you, and it's always a good temp. Like I will say that. Yeah, I just I I. I, How much I give you them money all the time, but sometimes I don't have cash and that's awkward in itself. And then yeah. like sometimes yeah. they have like candy or like mints and stuff. And it's like, I don't want this. It's been in a bathroom all day. Here's my <laughs> move. Here, here's what I would do. You, you give them five bucks at the beginning of the night and you say, this mm-hmm. is, this is it. If it's like a re- regular, like you're going to spend yeah. your night there well, for like, a while. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to a concert. You're probably going to use the bathroom two or three times. If it's yeah. like a three hour concert. I mean, I am, I guess, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I haven't been to a bar in so long. I'll give a I'll give a bathroom attendant a hundred dollars if I can go to a, a bar right Same. now. But <laughs> hell yeah, I'd be a bathroom attendant just so I could sit in one at a bar and talk to people as they came in. Uh, but I heard the so macaroni like, grill bathrooms are the place to be. <laughs> <laughs> They're hiring, so uh, no. So yeah, what do you tip them? I mean, like I think a dollar is good. I don't know, but again, like for what? For like turning on the sink? It's like I. I like I, I just know. want to do this on my own, and I don't know. I, I'm not trying to put anyone out of work or anything. I just think it's always just been such an awkward encounter uh, whenever I go to a, a bar, and I, I feel it's like it's always a bar in a city. Like it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's it's never like, like, like it's always in like New York, West Hartford, like, Connecticut. Would, the last place I was in was in New Orleans, like that where I came across one. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm good. I, I'm it's a it's a dying dying breed, and yeah. uh. Unfortunately, I am I am good. Just just don't fire him. Just have him work somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. I I'd almost like rather than be like a bouncer, like outside uh, the bathroom. Or, yeah, like, or yeah, I would I would rather a bouncer to get in. Yeah, that's fine. Just don't, because then if you go to the stall to you know sit down. Yeah, no, I'm sure that they don't care because they've been doing this for however long. And no, but you definitely got to go tip more if you use the stall, right? Yeah, and, and then you also got to be like, okay, I got to be quick because I got <laughs> yeah, I can't, can't make them think long. that I'm dropping a big mud pie. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And then, he, and then he's uh, got to smell it for the rest of the Anyway, that's, that's, that's enough uh, bathroom talk for this section of the podcast. <laughs> so, what do we got next? So last week, uh, I talked a little about my boy, Sahith Thigala, uh, made his Corn yeah, Fairy Tour debut. Uh, I'm going to go out and call my shot here, future guest of the pod. Ooh. Um, yeah. Uh, shot like 64-64 on the weekend, T19. Now he's into this week's event. Uh, I will keep you. We we are a, a we are the first and only Sahith Thigala podcast. Uh, and and if I'm saying the name wrong, hand up, hand up. Uh, I'm I don't think I am, but hand up. Um, you try saying. Uh, that. so yeah. Uh, oh, speaking of future guests, we actually do have. Uh, I I'm not gonna drop names just in case it doesn't happen. But in all seriousness, we do actually will have a guest. Coming up soon, and it's a professional athlete. But it's not. Don't get your hopes up. But it is a professional athlete. Well, and it's not a golfer. Here, okay. Well, let's let's talk shop on pod here. Here's our goal. We're trying to not latch on. We're trying to get in early on some some up and coming athletes. Yes. So look, we're gonna try and we're gonna try and get some some uh, young karting drivers. See them young, yes. like F four drivers, F three, F two drivers. Maybe and, even carts, yeah. Yeah, maybe even just some guys at the local West Hartford carting stuff, you know, just on a weekend, just on a Saturday just night, just hanging out. Go down there and some some kids there for his birthday party, you know, doing go karts. Do you want to come on our podcast? Hayden's thirteenth birthday party. Hey, please come get on away. Pod. Please get away from my son. <laughs> I'm calling the police. <laughs> exactly. And, but uh, no, listen. Look. Our goal, and I don't know if we should be announcing this, but a legitimate thing that we talked about is. We want to have people on from all different walks of life. And what we want to do is we specifically want them to be not that big into F1 or not into F1 at all. And we want to hear their thoughts on a race that they watch with no uh, research, Mm -hmm. with no pre-work done at all. And I want to hear what you think about that. Yeah. You know, professional athlete or a writer or... Give us, give us a little peek inside your mind, you know? Yeah. But then also we're probably going to talk to them mostly about non-F1 stuff, just to be completely honest. Uh, but, hey, come on the pod. This is an open invite uh, to uh, President Joe Biden. He's probably well, not into F1. Welcome anytime. You're, we are welcome anytime. And, yeah, I mean, We do work Kamala weird Harris, hours, so just keep that in mind. But Yeah, we do work weird hours, but so do you. Hey, got a lot in common already. So, all right, Max. So March Madness was last weekend. Oh, dude, my bracket is oh, my, so dude, busted. My bracket every year. And you know what? The one league I'm in for work, you know, we're in that big league. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like 40th. But the one that I entered with my friends for no money, I'm in second. Uh, I love the guy that's like my bracket. Uh, but then they talk about the bracket, but they have like. 12 different brackets and they're in so yeah many well this one ways. bracket is going is doing <laughs> good like, oh well this one bracket's like 99 percent right so far so yeah i actually okay not to be that guy but i actually there was a year and i fucking i hate that i'm saying this but there was a year <laughs> when i was in college where um i entered you know you can enter one not even in a pool it's just like mm-hmm. the national yeah. so i did that for some reason uh, for fun, and I was twelfth. I finished twelfth in the country. Granted, I was tied with like ten thousand people, That's but I was twelfth. Cool, yeah, it was the year Villanova won on that buzzer beater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I had the final four correct. Wow. And most of the elite eight, obviously. But um, okay, so we talked about this earlier. I was uh, safely at a bar last weekend, my favorite bar in the world, uh, with a friend of mine, uh, a listener actually. I I met up with with a listener if you will. And we noted there's, uh, there's probably about five TVs in the bar and one of them was on March madness. And it was Friday, which is the second day and is part of the best weekend in sports. That, that's the first was, day this week too. It was in start third. Oh, you're right. You're right. Week, Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So it's Friday night. We're there. And two of the TVs were on rain Rangers pregame. Jesus. Uh, the Rangers suck. Yeah. And I love hockey, but the Rangers suck. Uh, uh, and then one of the TVs was on um, a, a woman's. It was like ESPNU, like women's softball rerun. Uh, and then, the, then there was cornhole, and then there was, and then there was March Madness. And and I said to the bartender who I know, I said, "Hey, can you throw March Madness 
on over the Ranger game. And mm-hmm. he goes, sorry, man, there's these two guys sitting at the bar that asked for it to be on. I'm sorry. It's the one weekend of the year. Go home and watch a Ranger game. Yeah. It's just, Don't. It's the lack it, of self-awareness. I mean, here's, here's, here's what I look for in a bar. I'm not. I'm not a club guy. I'm not a loud. Loud music. I like music. I like music. But I'm the not a loud music guy. The club is the best guy. place to find a I'm, lover. I'm, I'm, so the bar is where I go. Exactly. I'm a good chair kind of guy, and I'm like a good yep. view of a good TV kind of guy. And yep. and that's simple really menu. Just, yeah. just 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 give me wings. Some and good beer. I think it's, like, it's like an unknown fact. If you go to a bar the weekend, of, especially the first weekend of March Madness, some TVs have to be on some basketball here, right? Like, yeah. I, I was flabbergasted when the guy was like, no, these people asked for it to be on. Uh, okay, that's fine they asked, but you should say, listen, it's March Madness weekend. There's a billion games on right now, and everyone wants, everyone's probably here to watch the games, yeah. um, not to watch Rangers. Uh, they played some like divisional team. I think it was the Capitals, mm-hmm. and no, I'm good. There's um, always that no one, thank you. There's always that one guy in the bar that asks to watch like a random soccer game that that's like, well hey that's me with put golf. on like this women's preseason i don't know european yeah qualifying game some I, friendly <laughs> yeah some friendly but <laughs> that, like, I, I hand up that is me with golf i i will i am the guy look i i wouldn't ask him to put golf on on a f- football sunday afternoon yeah but on a thursday night and i'm at the bar yeah, can you can you throw on Golf Channel? I think that's the whole point of of this conversation is just like learn to read the room, man. You know. So, speaking of March Madness, there's big brackets and everything. Big gambling, a lot of gambling going going on. A lot of uh, my bracket sucks. But I think the biggest villain in all this is companies forcing you to think that gambling content is good. It sucks. I don't care who you picked. Yeah, yeah. I'm also not. A, I'm, I'm not a big gambler. To, to, I but I'm, I don't I'm into, care. I'm into it here and there, like hand up. Yeah. But the worst is like the guy that's tweeting all day about his bets not hitting, and it's to the point where it's like you clearly aren't placing all of these bets a because like you won't have like a house anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and like oh yeah, like you have, uh, <laughs> you have like financial stake in owning a, a gambling company. And that's not to target. Anyone oh, are you, are you going at a certain company? No, it's not that, but, that, that, that gives out betting picks, but also profits off of you losing your betting picks. Correct. No, I would never do that, but because that's his potential sponsor, True. but, but yeah, I agree. I, I think gambling, everyone goes, Oh, no one cares about your fantasy football team. That's absolutely true. But this is bigger than that. No one cares that you gamble. No one cares who you bet on. And stop doing these these preview shows where, like, oh, like so and so is 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 favored by this. I'm telling you, it's just like I don't care. Well, and the worst is like, what's like the guy that talks about his like seven team parlay with like plus. Oh, there's a friend of mine who sends me. <laughs> it's like he oh. sent me like oh. Oh, I the first three of my parlay hit, and it was like an eight-team parlay. Like, Dude, <laughs> yeah. I don't care unless you unless you're getting up to like six or seven. Because guess what, Sam? It didn't hit. Exactly. If you're one, you're gonna be like shocked to hear this. Away, okay, brag about it, and it, like you're gonna win. If you're one team away, I'm in. Dollars, I'm in. Yeah. Like but yeah, like ah, like, oh, oh, I had like six teams lost in my twenty-team parlay. Like, <laughs> then you're not even close. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. That being said, DraftKings or uh, FanDuel. Sponsor us. You have our emails. You have our emails, uh, and I will be outside your headquarters tomorrow like I am every day. <laughs> uh, Sam, uh, anything before we close uh, on Manscaped? Have you been getting a lot of Manscaped ads recently? Oh, man. Talk- okay, so talking about trying to shoot ourselves in the foot with future sponsors, uh, <laughs> have you seen any of these Manscaped ads? I feel like they're all over my YouTube. Like, every time I'm watching anything on mm, YouTube, I... I get a Manscaped dude, ad. Dude, ad blocker. Come on. Uh, I, I watch every single ad to a T and because, pay close attention because, because... They're important to they, keep innovative content going. Correct. Uh, no, uh, but... You, you've seen some of these Manscaped ads, though, right? Come yeah, on. Yeah, I know, because they've been on TV, too. 
so there are so wildly aggressive and like you'll just be watching like a chill video or something on so, you know sometimes i just i just go in a rabbit hole of youtube and i just i don't even care what the next video is i'll just watch it whatever it's on in the mm-hmm. background and interrupting it will be like hey do you shave your balls <laughs> yeah I, I know it's just like you know it reminds me of did, uh did you ever I mean, it's still going. Did you ever see the old ads and kind of product design for Devour Foods? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, do you, like, do you want to fuck your food? <laughs> like that. That was like the marketing <laughs> what campaign. What happened? They probably went down. They basically were like, if you took, like, it's a, good though. I'll say, like, it's good. they did it's have good. some. They were like, they were like, a, like kids cuisine, but like, yes. if you, but only targeted to college like kids or like horny college guys or like uh, people that watch Spike TV. It's like yeah, that's a very good take. <laughs> it's like the 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 Spike TV like, audience was hit hard with Devour ads. I'm sure. A hundred percent. It's like, do you like eating mac and cheese? But you're not a pussy. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know. It, in college, I, I ate a lot of um, my freshman year. So like, you know, I wasn't allowed to have microwave. Uh, not uh, I wasn't allowed to have TV dinners a lot growing up. So when I was in college, I would eat freshman year. I kind of let loose, and I was really into Hungry Man. Uh, which was like, you know, just a TV dinner. God, it's so bad. I, I get the Salisbury <laughs> steak. Those are like the like the like the TV TV dinners, like TV dinners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the blue I mean, trays, like, like yeah, yep, yeah, yep. And then also Kid Cuisine. I mean, we've been over this. I got a lot of Kid Cuisines when the pandemic started, but I they had like really bad ones left. It was like chicken nuggets and fries. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, fr- fries in the microwave, not good. No, I try because to put some hot they're sauce like soft on it. and uh, they're like wet. It's uh, they're not good. Uh, get an air fryer though, man. They're a game changer. Air fryers are just convection ovens. I'll say that for I'll say that for next week next when week. I go in on them. But I think this is a great time to uh, kind of part ways uh, for this week. Uh, we're gonna be watching the race this weekend, and you know we last week you left us with. Vin Diesel, and it was beautiful, right? I mean, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Our sweet boy, Vin. The, so we decided this week, I, I'm going to choose the music. Yeah. And, and I don't want to give too much away, but it's a song that it's just moving. And, and, and I, I'm excited for it. So Call of Dummies, no working meaning. title. She's got money uh, from we'll see you guys after the, the race. Tongues. Always pressed to your cheeks While my tongue is on the inside of some other girl's teeth You tell your boyfriend, boyfriend. If he says he's got beef That I'm a vegetarian And I ain't fucking scared of him She wants to touch me woo-woo. She wants to love me woo-woo. She'll never leave me with your hips i said shush girl shut your lips do the helen keller and talk with your hips i said shush girl shut your lips do the helen keller and talk with your hips
me